Welcome to Power Tools to Success. This is a show about overcoming adversity and making a difference. Your host, Philip Rampisa, interviews guests from all walks of life to help you succeed. Welcome to Power Tools to Success. This is a show where we give you all the tips that you need in order to achieve your goals. It doesn't matter what your goals are, whether they are financial, about your career, or personal goals or spiritual goals. Power Tools to Success is there to help you along the way so that you achieve your goals and you live a happy and a fulfilling life that you truly deserve. Today, today's show is quite personal to me because I'm going to be speaking to a friend of mine, Matiti Madingwan. I call him Cobra, but don't do that. Don't call him Cobra. That, that name is just reserved for me. So I'm going to be speaking to Maditi. We're going to talk about how to win with money. We all know that money is quite emotional to many of us because, man, we just can't get enough of it. So we're going to be talking about that, how to win with money. Now, Maditi is, the, is a friend of mine. We went to university together and... He is an experienced financial accountant and he's been a friend to me. Something personal that you need to know about him is when I was in university, I was poor and broke and he had a bursary. I didn't. He had some money and most of the time I didn't have some money. So when I was broke, he bought me a loaf of bread every day and that would keep me up until I was able to receive money from a doctor friend who paid for my studies. So it is quite a personal show to me. I'm going to speak to him today because over the years, he's given me advice about many things. I mean, we, we finished university and, you know, I started my career. He started his career. B both of us, you know, moved on with our lives. And over the years, he's been giving me advice about many issues in my life, including money and just recently, there was a property I was investing in and I asked him for advice. So when we talk today, he's helped me a lot and I'm sure he can do the same for you. We're going to be talking about how to win with money. I've said a lot. Maditi, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you, Minya, for having me on your show. It's a, it's a beautiful day today. And I'm quite doing quite very well after... A uh, few days of the cold, but yeah, so now it's getting a little bit warmer, which is which is great for us. Thank you. You know what I've done now is no. is the longest introduction I've ever done on this show on Power Tools to Success. <laughs> it's the longest introduction. <laughs> of course, like like you so, said, buddy. So it's personal today. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit personal yeah, today. <laughs> mm. So you but have to anyway. do things differently, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about how to win with money. And I know you're quite experienced because I've asked you advice over the years. I mean, I've asked you for advice when I wanted to pay up um, certain debts that I had. And I wanted to know which debt was best to pay up first. I asked you for advice when I was acquiring one of my first properties and my second property. and I've always asked you for advice and your advice was always spot on. And today we're just going to talk about how to win with money so we can help others 
and money is quite emotional to all of us so we can help other people be able to have financial success in their lives or just, you know, have a better relationship with money. So I think the first question that I want to ask you is, I do want to talk about how to succeed with money and how to deal with money. But Mm -hmm. in wanting to talk about this, I realized that there are many people who are broke and many people who maybe have like a single stream of income or no single stream of income at all. And some people just have income that is variable because maybe somebody makes money in January and they make a bit of money in January and they look for more work and then they make money in October. The first thing I want to ask you about is income generation, because the only way we can say we can talk to people about how they can win with money is if we've talking a bit about income generation. Um, What are the best ways that you've seen around? And I know many of us have careers and we earn money that way. But what are the Mm -hmm. other best ways that you've seen around that people use in order to earn an income? And what can people that are not earning enough income right now be able to supplement their income and make better income? Yeah, that's a great question, Minyan. And and I always loved your choice of words because money, uh, a lot of people, they look at it differently. So Christians would say money is the root of all evils or somebody else would say money um, um, rules the world. And then depending on how you grew up or the environments that you grew up in, so you look at money differently. But in terms of income, so I, I always believe that um, it doesn't matter how much you earn, as long as you know actually how to use whatever you have, you'll be able to uh, to win with money, right? Like you said, so um, income, it's, it's we look at income in two different ways. One is uh, that income that you get on a monthly basis, like a salary, wage, or something like that the income that you get only on once off. So other people, they do get bonuses, uh, tax return refunds and anything like that. So that would be money in your pocket as well. And then the third thing, it will be any residual income. We call that a passive income. So I don't want to be too technical today, but passive income, it's something that comes from your investments. So if you're smart enough and then you get your money into use, you get more money on top of that. So that would be other income as well, uh, coming from rent. Can, can we just repeat that? Sorry, uh, I interrupt <laughs> you. Okay. Can we just repeat the exactly. three? Because it's, yeah, it's something that I'm hearing almost for the first time. And I just want to take for it. For the first time, yeah. Yeah, what are the, what okay, are the three good. things again? So that's, that's good, man. So we look at money in two different ways. So income is... Those uh, fixed income, one, those number one is the fixed income. So like wages and salaries that will be fixed. Fixed, is that means you get it on a month-to-month basis. So you know I'm getting this much. That will be income that you get, right? The second one, it's the one that only comes once in life. So or once in a year, um, like your bonuses, uh, income tax returns, uh, return info, uh, refunds or anything like that. So it only comes once in a year or once in a lifetime. Happy with that. The third is, is one that is now what? A fixed it... income that comes once in a year? No, not fixed income. Fixed, fixed income is it's like your uh, monthly salary. 
Okay, and the one that you get once in a year, what is that? It's like uh, your your bonuses, uh, any extra money that you get unexpectedly, and on anything like that, like your tax in your income tax refund. So that would come only once a year. Okay, so what's the term that you use for this? Oh no, no, no! I just said it's a once-off income. Yeah. Okay. Once-off income. All right. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third one, so that we can look at is what we call passive income. So, like I said, if you're smart enough to uh, get your money into use, you will get what they call a passive income. Passive income is just a residual income where you invest your money, and then out of the investment that you've made, you get what they call returns. So returns, it would be if you take your money and buy a house and rent it out, you would get rent. If you buy shares, you would get dividends. If you save it in a bank, you would get interest, something like that. So that would be a passive income. Happy with that. Uh, yeah, so if you look at it in that way, then you'll be able to understand exactly what money is and then what type of money that comes to you, right? Um, uh, yeah, so basically, I want to say that Income, it doesn't matter how much it is. You just need to know exactly what to do with that income because you could have a 100,000 salary on a month basis, but still be broke. That makes sense. That's true, yeah. But you have somebody who works as a security guard, gets 5,000 a month, but lives a happy and a successful life. And then you wonder how that happens. But exactly. Yeah, we'll How does that, that happen? That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's interesting. But we'll talk about the uh, initial principles going forward and stuff. Okay. And, uh, dive deeper into the all right uh, into the conversation. Okay. Mm. So basically, does that answer the, your? Yeah. Yeah, it does. So the, the principle is: it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's just yeah. uh, it's 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 important how you manage. Exactly. So, yeah, so, yeah manage man, the way manage. It's a it's a big weight for some people. So, uh, I would like to call it how to use it. So, remember, you get money so that you could be able to use it. Depending on what you use it on, it gives back to you as well. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. So those are, are the things that we need to look at when we talk when we're talking about income. Yeah. So. I mean, let's just talk about then the the frustrations. We've spoken about um, the the different incomes, the the fixed income, the once off income, and the passive income. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just talk about some of the frustrations that people have, even though they've earned income. Let's talk about some mm-hmm. of the frustrations that people have um, around money. Um, and. I mean, I accept and we do know that some people really do not have money because maybe they are not making or getting any money. But for people who make some income, like you've said, um, some would make maybe 5000 or 10000 or some even, you know, go to the upper limit, 100000 150000 but still have frustrations with money. What is the source yeah. of that? What causes that? What is your experience in terms of that? What have you seen? And what really causes people to be frustrated around money? That's a, that's a, uh, I want to just say it's a great question that you're asking because a lot of people don't really realize where their money goes, right? So we get frustrated based on our um, um, type of lifestyle. So you 
than a specific lifestyle, the more income you get, your lifestyle keep on increasing, right? There's a guy who talked about what they call a frugal living, but the frugal living, I don't really advocate it because it says you must deny yourself of all the pleasures so that you could be able to live a rich life. So I always ask myself, so what's the point of making money if you're not going to enjoy it? So you can't just make money, save it somewhere and die, and then somebody else is going to enjoy that money, correct? You make money, you work so hard so that you could be able to enjoy it, to enjoy the fruits of your labor. That's what I always look at it in that in that sense. But the lifestyle that we live in, so the lifestyle that we create ourselves, it causes the frustrations that I need to make more money in order to be able to maintain that lifestyle. So basically what I'm trying to say is people don't really know what they spend on. So if you approach a normal person around the streets, they wake up every morning to go to work. And then after work at five o'clock, they go back home. If you meet them somewhere and then you ask them, so what are you doing with your with your salary? What do you plan to do with your salary? They won't be able to tell you because they don't know where actually their money goes, right? Each and everyone who works, who gets the fixed income, they only buy nice things at, at month end when they get paid. And then you ask yourself, why would they do such a thing. So why not buy it in the middle of the month or something? So in the middle of the month, they would say, I don't have money. But you got paid at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month, you you, you did have your salary. So what happened to it? So uh, the kind of lifestyle that we create for ourselves, so it causes those frustrations. We get frustrated because it looks like every time when you wake up, all you need is more money. But you don't realize that the more you have, then your lifestyle will increase, which causes more frustration. I always say people with money, they worry more than people without money. I'm telling you. And that's true, though, because they have a lot to worry about. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, in a way, because, uh, say, yeah, and, and lifestyle is an important issue because um, yeah. If I just take an example, and I mean, if you're earning five thousand, you probably drive a, a simple car that would, you know, allow you to pay an installment of, a, say, a thousand five hundred rand a month. And as you're yeah. going up the salary scales, and you're now earning like twenty thousand rand, you know, you probably up that. Along with the car, it's also your lifestyle. It's also which cell phone you're using. It's also which house you're living in or which part of the city you're living in. Then you're getting 20,000 rand. You up your car a little bit and you get a car that you pay maybe an installment of 5,000 rand. And then it just <laughs> you get to 100,000. You now you're like, okay, really, I can really afford to pay like 20,000 rand on my car. And I can afford mm. to have a 5 million rand house that I can pay 50,000 rand. And if you have a 5 million rand house, you're paying 50,000 rand, your rates in Texas, just, you know, it's like, yo, man, everything <laughs> just goes up and up and up and up and up. And now when you look at al- along that, you've been making a lot of money, but you've also been like equally spending according to what you, you make. So, that's, yeah, I think, re- that is remember, what you're saying. Yeah, but remember, that's a difference between you and I. So we know exactly what we spend our money on. For somebody who doesn't know what they spend their money on, so they will go and, and, and try to go on a big spending spree like that uh, without looking at the consequences of having a bigger house, without looking at the consequences of having a bigger car and stuff, right? Because they don't really realize where the money goes. They don't 
they don't uh, take stock of what actually they spend on. So that's a that's a that's a big of a problem because that thing, uh, what you don't know, it causes the frustrations in your life. Because at the later stage, you're going to start to know those things, and now you realize, oh God, I shouldn't have been involved in such um, in such deals. And I can tell you right now that the banking system is actually. Uh, creating an environment where people can actually afford what they do not afford. Uh, I don't know if that makes <laughs> please sense. Please explain that. <laughs> afford, <laughs> but they do not afford. Okay, please explain that. So, yeah, what they do not afford. So the banking system says, oh, if you earn so much, then you qualify for so much debt, right? So you qualify for so much debt. And then you say, okay, if I qualify for so much debt, then it means I can finance this kind of lifestyle. So they tell you that you have a finance, a car finance, you have a mortgage, you have a credit card, and then you have a personal loan. So all you need is money available to you at any time in order for you to be able to finance your lifestyle. But the moment you start doing that, because you don't know exactly what you're spending on, you are piling up on your frustrations. So your salary is no longer saving your purpose. You don't enjoy your salary because you keep on paying all these things that you're talking about cars, houses, clothes, and, and all those kind of things because you uh, the banking system has created the illusion that you actually can afford those things if you earn a specific amount of money on a month-to-month basis. And that's a danger for those who are earning fixed income. So that's why I wanted to uh, mention those three things in the beginning. So if you have a fixed income, you are more likely to get into debt than the person who does not have a fixed income. Yeah, why is that? Because <laughs> so of the banking because system. The, because of the banking system. So it was designed for us salary earners. So if I'm a salary earner, I, I only get an increase on my salary once a year, every February or every July or so. Once a year, I get an increase, and my increase is based on the inflation of the country at that time, right? Let's say 5% or 6%. And then the banking system says, look, you don't have to wait 10 years in order for you to buy a house. We can actually give you so much of a home loan so that you could be able to live in a house that you want. Then that's one thing that I'm going to say. Okay, cool. So it's a beautiful thing that the banking system is actually trying to give me uh, a leeway in order to live a better life, right? So we call it a better life, but uh, it's not really a better life, but, but we call it a better life. Then you take that loan, you buy your house, and then you live in a house, only to realize that yo, you need furniture in the house. You used to live in a two-bedroom, now you've bought a four-bedroom house. So the house actually needs a furniture. And then the bank says, oh, no, don't worry, bro. don't worry, brother. We have a credit card for you that you can use in order for you to buy uh, that furniture, right? Yeah. So you go buy furniture with a credit card, you don't realize that already you have two problems in your life. It's your home loan and your credit card. Right? Yeah. And you say, okay, cool. So I need a car. So I've bought a house in Centurion, but I work in Johannesburg. <laughs> now I need to get to, to work. How do I get to work? Taxis, it takes too long and what, what, and whatnot, and all those kind of things. So you need a car. The banking system says, oh, no, don't worry. Here's a car finance for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now you've piled up on your frustrations because each and every month when your salary comes in, you don't even see it. You are oh. financing your 
you're paying off all of those debts that you've created yourself. And it's so a painful a situation better. to be in. It is a painful situation, but because we didn't really realize exactly what we spent on, we ended up being in this hole and now getting out is going to be a different story. So you go to seminars, you watch YouTube videos on how to get into debt and people are going to tell you about uh, debt consolidation. I don't, I really don't support debt consolidation depending on what you do. But uh, I always say, if you are in debt, just think about exactly what made you get into that debt. Because if you come out, you are more likely to go into it again, huh. if that makes sense. Huh. And think that about, is the reality. Yeah? Yeah. I'm listening. Think, think about an addict, right? Or not, not an addict. Addict is, is something, it's is a different story. So let's think about a, uh, somebody who's passionate about fitness. And this yeah. person is a little bit chubby. They don't like the way they look, you know, and, and, and they want to look better, right? They want to, they want to look slimmer. And they know that the only way to do that is by eating right or eating healthy food and exercising. But they only do it for two weeks and then they don't do it anymore. How do you think that person is going to look in three months? Exactly where they were. I mean, like exactly really? the same way they did before. They started exercising. So there is no consistency in what they're doing. And that's a problem, a big problem, especially for us um, uh, fixed income earners, those guys who are getting salary. We keep on doing the same things over and over, hoping for a change, but nothing will never change if you continue to do the same thing Mm. over and over. Mm. So So you're saying we've got to look at how we got into into the situation of, of... of having a lot of debt yeah. in the first place. Yes, but I'm I'm just using debt as a uh, as an example, but it could be anything. So if you don't know what you're spending on, you are more likely you're more likely to be in a position where you're gonna be frustrated about the kind of money that you have. That's why whatever you have, it seems so little because it doesn't cover everything else or all your frustrations. Because remember. Um, Money can make you happy. A lot of people say is money will never make you happy because a lot of people who have money are not happy. But I can tell you, money can make you happy. The reason why you go to work on a day-to-day basis, right, is for you to reward yourself in some form. So you get rewarded to go to work, you get rewarded with your salary. When you get your salary, what do you do with it? You have to reward yourself as well for doing the same thing over and over, waking up in the morning, going to work and helping somebody else build their business and then come back home, right? Yeah. So you have to reward yourself. But how do you actually reward yourself? You can't just go and buy pizza and um, sit at home for only that weekend and say you're rewarding yourself. You can't. Yeah. So that's 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 the one thing that we actually need to look at when we talk about money. But So you go to, uh, the, to, to a holiday and... You're like, yeah, man, I'm I'm, fl- I'm flying to Cape Town or something like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you never really considered exactly flying to Cape Town and driving there. So you'd say, hey, driving, it might take too long. Flying, yeah. it's much cheaper. Yeah. So, But like I said. You, you, mm. So Morena, you know, we've laid a lot of groundwork in terms of what is really happening in our lives around money and 
we I, I think we have spoken about like how we get into situations that we get into in terms of debt and frustrations with money. Um, and we're talking yeah. how to win with money, right? So how do we get yes. out of this 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 cycle that you've explained? Um, how do we get out of it? I mean, getting indebted, making a lot of money, but increasing <laughs> your debt, spending what you don't know. What are the ways? And when I say the ways, I mean, there are, you know, practical ways to do it. But I think there's a bit of psychology into it also because... If it's money, sometimes you have to deny yourself certain things. I don't know. I mean, how do we win with money? <laughs> Actually, what are the steps? You know, can you just give us the tips, uh, break them down, you know, three or four or five or six or 10 maybe, yeah. but not 100? Can you just give us mm. those tips? So, uh, yeah, so the tips I can give you, but I just want to say that I'm, I'm not an expert. I don't want uh, someone to go and try and practice something that is not going to benefit them. But because of the uh, the way I've done it in my life and in the way I've uh, I've tried certain different things and stuff, so I know exactly what works and what doesn't work. Uh, but I want to separate the conversations, right? So the conversation where we um, uh, we get our money and then what we do with that money. And in the conversation where you use your money in order to be able to get out of a specific situation where you are frustrated with what you have. But after we've spoken about the frustration, so you have to understand that uh, some frustrations, we do really bring them to ourselves né? by not practicing good habits. Yeah. It goes to everything in life. So if everything in life, if you don't, you do not have good habits, then you're going to fall into certain circumstances that are, that are going to be detrimental to your health, yeah. if we can put it that way. But then again, so the first thing that I just want to mention in terms of trying to win with money or uh, trying to make money work for you is that you need to have a positive mindset. So a lot of us, we grew up with poor parents. So our parents worked very hard for too little. And then when we look at them and then we always say, I don't want to be like my father or I don't like, I don't want to work as hard as my mom, as my mother did. I'm going to yeah. do everything in my power in order for me to live a better life. But I haven't really, really um, determined what better is in my life. So I always see better as being better than my parents, living in a bigger house than my parents and all those kind of things. Right. Uh -huh. But you don't realize one thing that uh, I believe that our parents knew how to use the money because even if they were earning less, I think we had everything at home. So every child right now will tell you that I think my parents did everything they can so that we can have everything at home. But our parents relied on debt, but they used debt to their advantage. Oh. I, I, I don't know if that makes sense. So yeah, well, some of our wait, parents, yeah. Some of our parents, they used debt at, at, at their advantage in order for us to have a better life. If you're saying, I'm going to live a better life than my parents, does that mean you're going to live a life without debt? Or does that mean you're going to live a life with more debt than they, they, they did? <laughs> they did. So that's why I'm saying we need to um, separate the conversation. And say, Question our mindset, huh? Yeah. Because so positive thing living a better life than your parents could also mean that, okay, you've, you're acquiring 
a lifestyle, but that is that lifestyle is actually financed out of debt. Or yeah. you are living a normal lifestyle and maybe you aren't really living much, much better than your parents, but then you don't have debt. Or then the, the greatest thing would be if you you just make a whole lot of money and you're able to finance a lifestyle and have a surplus in your account and just be rich. Yeah, I think. Exactly. <laughs> you see now, you're defining what success is or you're defining what better is. Yeah. For you, it could be different for everyone else. So you need to define that. That's the first step. So okay. when you think positive, the first thing that you do is, what is going to make me happy? Yeah. Okay. Is a bigger house going to make me happy? If yes, then it means you need to put everything into a bigger house. Is a better car going to make me happy? Yes, you can drive a BMW and live in a cuckoo. Everyone else is going to talk, but remember, it makes you happy, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the, only person, the only person who's living their life is you. It's not your neighbors. It's not anyone else. You are living your life. So you need to define exactly what it is that makes you happy. Yeah. So uh, that will, I think that will be a remedy for uh, avoiding any tensions or frustrations about money and stuff, man. Yeah. I want to, I want to just to clarify my issue of um, defining exactly what better is. So remember we are shaped by our own environments, man. Yeah. Uh, when I grew up at home, so my father built his own house over 20 years. So he would, uh, each and every month, he would buy something to build a house to increase there. And they started off with a two-bedroom, and then he extended to a three-bedroom, extended to a five-bedroom. And then all of a sudden, after 20 years, it was a big house. Happy with that. Yeah. What I didn't realize is, so I thought... My father took time to do that for his own children because by the time he finished, I was going to a university now. So uh, he was just living in a big house by himself and my mom, all the children were out of the house and stuff. So I said, that's, that's, that's a little bit uh, uncalled for or it wasn't, it wasn't really smart for him to do that. But I said, I can do it in two years. So I can just go to a bank ask for money and go and build a bigger house than my father did. So I thought that is actually a better life. But I didn't realize that this man, when he built his house over 20 years, he didn't do it with any debt. He didn't have any debt. Now, after two years, I have debt. I still pay on a month-to-month basis that debt over 20 years, which means I'm not better than my father. I'm building my house over 20 years because I can only own the house after 20 years. Does that oh. make sense? Yeah, it's uh, it's profound. So, it's actually profound, so, yeah. So you haven't really defined better because you are still at the same position as your parents. It's just that at a better level. Yeah, it's just you're using different uh, methods, but the outcome is almost the same. It's just different... Yeah, it's the same methods. It's the same. You mm. you are not better than them. You, you you're not better. It's still you're, taking you're, you twenty you're... years to build the the house. But I think exactly. the risk is you can get kicked out if you if if you're building it for twenty years using using the bank's money instead of using your own money. So, I mean, your dad wouldn't be kicked out when he when he, he takes twenty years to build it because he was using his own money. So when you're using yeah. the bank, you're building it for twenty years, but in in case where you fail to pay, man, you get kicked out. 
you get kicked out. Yeah. That's so, the risk that you have that you're willing to take. Yeah. So, okay. To win with money, first you say positive mindset. We're also saying define what makes you happy. Um, what yeah. else are we saying, uh, Cobra? Okay. We're saying that um, you need to start tracking your income and your expenses. You need to know exactly how much you earn and where you, you, where you spend it on. That will give you an idea of how much you have as an excess. At the beginning of the conversation, you talked about uh, uh, trying to have an excess of money lying around or anything like that. So if you know what you spend on, you will know exactly how much you have and then what you can do with it. Happy with that. Happy so, with that. And I also think that answers the question of getting out of debt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Knowing yeah, how much getting, you spend. Getting out of debt is... Getting out of debt is is it's, it's a different conversation because okay uh, yeah because because you're using the money that you could have used to enjoy just for you to pay off your debt right so you've enjoyed it at the beginning look at it this way uh, instead of waiting for the enjoyment I want to enjoy now but pay later if it yeah. if it makes sense so you go into debt now so you can enjoy whatever you want to enjoy but spend so many years trying to pay off that debt. So that's the enjoyment. The enjoyment, it comes earlier than you expected. But oh. those who save and invest and do whatever, so they decide, I'm going to sacrifice my immediate enjoyment right now for a prolonged enjoyment later. So that's a different mindset. So when you're talking about mindset, it's always uh, those specific differences. It depends on where you are. Do you want it now or do you want it later? You're looking, so um, I know that one of my, my nieces, they want a, a Jordan sneaker, right? Okay. Uh, the parent, my sister, can't, can't afford the Jordan sneaker. And then she came to me and said, uh, what do I do with the situation? So, so I said, how does the child know about the Jordan sneaker? And then she says, uh, at school, they were wearing, uh, some children at school, they were wearing Jordans. She saw that. And then she wanted to have such a thing as well. So I said, you see, so you need to teach your children while at the early age that the Jordan sneaker may look good on somebody else, but they need to imagine or think about how it's going to look on them. Hmm. Yes, it might be a very expensive sneaker, but how does it look on you? Hmm. (laughs) I've never thought like that. I don't think anybody does (laughs) think like that. Yeah. That's it. That's 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 why we're talking about this mind thing. So it's all in the mind. That 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 it's in the mind. I'm telling you right now. That there's nothing wrong with that. I'm telling you right now. I can have so many debts and live a happy life. Happy with that. But yeah. that is in the mind. That it's 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 designed to keep you in chains. But the moment you are free from those chains, from those chains, you can really enjoy debts. I'm telling you. You can really enjoy that. The benefits, the benefits of using debt, it's um, it's outweighs the benefits of using cash. And let me give you an example. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so please forgive me. I like really giving giving a lot of examples, right? Let's say I I commute to my work. I um, with the public transport, it takes me three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I get paid per hour. I, I get I get paid per hour. So. I spend six hours of my day, of my 24 hours on the road. Okay. Normally, I need, 
I need to sleep eight hours. So eight plus six is 14. Already out of the 24 hours that I have, I've already committed 14 hours of those hours. Eight of sleep and six of commune. Ne? It makes sense. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm lost. So, okay, so you, you commute to work. Yeah. No, and no, just, just explain again. So, so I'm, I'm saying, I, I, at work I get paid per hour, right? Yeah. And then I have to travel from my home to work. It takes me about three hours to get there, and then three okay. hours to come back. All right. So in commune, my traveling on a day-to-day basis is about six hours. Okay. And I have to sleep eight hours. So in a day, in my 24 hours, it means already I've committed six hours of travel and eight hours of sleep. All right. That's 14. That's 14. Ne? So it means yeah. out of those 14 hours, I'm only left with uh, about 10 hours to, to work so that I could be able to earn a reasonable income. Remember, I get paid per hour. Yeah, yeah. 10 hours of work so because I have, eight hours is sleep and six hours is commune, okay? It's commune. Now, if in your normal mind, if you think about this, you're going to spend 10 hours of working. When do you actually get to socialize? When do you actually get to uh, spend with your family, the time to spend with your family and stuff, right? Sure, not time. Or if you wanted to... Yeah, there's no time for that. If you wanted to start a business, where do you get the hours in order for you to start a business? We are all limited to 24 hours in a day, but already 14 hours of your time is committed to something. Now, it's either for you to be able to enjoy your family and spend time with friends and stuff, you're going to sacrifice some hours. You can't sacrifice travel because that is fixed. Mm. You have to sacrifice sleep. Mm. Happy? Exactly. Or you, you can't sacrifice... Um, uh, your your waking hours because you need that money. You need the ten hours for you to be able to, to 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 get the money because you get paid per hour. So the only thing that is reasonable for you at this point to sacrifice is your sleep hours. Yeah. If you sleep, yeah. If you sacrifice, if you sleep five hours and then you use the three hours to do whatever it is that you want to do because you only you committed to sleep eight hours. How long do you think that um, uh, you can be able to maintain that kind of lifestyle? You can't. I mean, you can't even last three days with that unless you're super (laughs) talented. Yeah. Then you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be worried. You're going to do this and this. And then now you're piling up on another problem, right? So then I would say, okay, cool. I can't afford a car now. But if I were to have a car, it would reduce my six hours to only one hour, 30 minutes. Hmm. 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 I can't afford it. But there's only way, the only way for me to be able to reduce that out of those hours in order for me to afford the car is to get a loan from the bank. You see why that is important. So if you get a loan from the bank because you've reduced your six hours of com- commune to one hour, 30 minutes, you now have mm-hmm. four and a half hours to end yes. every day, every single day. You then now have four and a half hours to end money to do whatever it is that you want to do with that hours. Remember, the, the, the ball is in your court. You mm. can do whatever you want with 
the hours. You can spend it with your family. You can spend it more waking. You can spend it sleeping. You can do whatever with those hours. So then, but I mean, the I'll is, call that Cobra debt for mm. purpose. You know what I mean? If you had to exactly. debt for purpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now we're getting into a very most important conversation now. The debt that you take, it has to be for a specific purpose. Don't just take, take that for that, for taking the debt. Mm. It has to be for a specific purpose. Mm. So the bank comes to you and say, okay, cool. You are a professional. You just uh, graduated. We're going to give you a black card. So a black card gives you access to three types of, of debt. It gives you access to a home loan. gives you access to a car finance. It gives you access to a credit card. So they tell you that you have this limit, you have that limit, you have that limit on those three uh, uh, debts, right? Then, as a young professional, I'm going to say, yeah, wow. You mean I can have a car now? But yes, I go buy a car, but I don't even need it. I, my place of work is only two minutes away. I can, I can literally walk there. That's a different situation now, isn't it? That's a, that's a different situation. You see, so you need to use the debt for a specific purpose. Debt for purpose. I like that. And I mean, I think if you, you leave... Also, if you live in a, and again, these examples of yours are addictive because can you imagine somebody that is, say, in a rental house and because they're paying a rental house, they decide to get property that they're going to own and then, yes, they're getting debt and they're going to pay the bank. If you contrast Mm -hmm. that with somebody that is living in their parents' house and is saving a lot of money, but almost wants to get into debt because they they want freedom to move away from their parents' house. It's almost a different thing, isn't it? It's, it's got a different financial feel to it if you mm. were to make a decision like that. Um, and uh, So it's individually yeah. based, but I think what you are saying is use debt wisely and take debt for papers. Not, you know, for a good paper is not just to splash or yeah. to just, you know, do things because you've seen so, others doing them. Yeah. So you, you, you mentioned a very important word there that it's an individual thing. So don't do things because your neighbors are doing it. Don't, don't move into a, um, your own rented house because most of your friends live in their own rented house because you want them to visit you not at home at your mother's place, but in your own place where you're renting out. So a lot of us, we, we are under pressure in order to be able to um, uh, impress society or impress our friends, our circle of friends. We need to impress them. We do everything to, to try and impress them. But, but that's one thing that rich people don't do. So the rich people don't give a damn what friends are thinking about. So they always think of themselves to say, do I need this thing or do I not need it? Let me give you a, another example about uh, spending money because now we're talking about knowing what you spend on, right? Let's say uh, I don't need a TV. I have a TV in the home. I know that uh, in, in the future, I'm going to need a bigger TV. So currently I have a 55-inch TV. So um, I, I'm going to need an 82-inch TV one day. Happy with that. Yeah. But a two-inch TV, it's quite very expensive. Right? Yeah. Then one day when you're working around the shops, you see a, a sticker saying 82-inch TV, 50% off. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're gonna say, "Wow, what a bargain! What a what a what a bargain!" I've been praying, and God has answered my prayers. And then you go and spend, let's say uh, that TV is forty thousand. They say fifty percent off, so you spend only twenty thousand. You go spend twenty thousand to get the 80, the eighty-two inch, and then you come and replace your eighty-five, your fifty-five inch at home. So what do you do with that fifty-five inch? Yeah, what do you do? You with take it, it to the bed. You take it to the bedroom, you take it to another bedroom or whatever it is that you <laughs> want to do with it, right? Yeah. But then again, what what I want, what I try, I'm trying to illustrate is you didn't save 50, you didn't save 50,000 on that TV. You didn't mm. save 50,000. You actually spent 20,000. Yeah. You it is a special, 50, but you you didn't save, you actually spent, you're right. You spent. I, yeah. You didn't save, you didn't save anything. You spent. Because you bought something you didn't need. Mm. It's not, it wasn't a necessity. You had no purpose in buying that TV. You had a TV already. So why would you want to buy a bigger TV unless if that one is broken, you can watch TV? Yeah, so, so you didn't save. So a lot of people say, I'm saving 50% on this thing, so I'm going to buy it. No, you didn't save. So that's knowing exactly what you spent on. If you don't know that, then you're going to be in trouble, especially with that. Yeah, and exactly. So I think another thing that we're saying is that to win with money, um, man, just apply your mind to what you sp- you're spending because uh, <laughs> as Matit is saying, sometimes you just, you think you are saving, but you are actually spending. And you're saying this, but it happened to me actually yesterday because I've wanted AirPods <laughs> for quite a while now. And I went to mm-hmm. the iStore yesterday and I saw that the airports had, you know, the price had, the, there was a price drop from uh, 2,999 Rand to 1,999 Rand. I was like, okay, I wanted this, so I'm buying them. So like I, I bought them right away. But what I actually mm. did, I do think I saved 1,000, but what you're actually saying is I actually spent 2,000 Rand. That's what the reality <laughs> of it is. Yeah. But, but but let's look at it individually. In your case, what were you using before you bought the AirPods? Because you're using some form of headphones, right? Or yeah. earphones. What were yeah. you using? Were you using a lot some, of them with a wire? Of yeah, I've just exactly. had a lot of them with no. a wire and they mm. worked, you know. And you wanted something different. So there was nothing wrong with your wired some um, um, uh, earphones. You just wanted the wireless earphones. Yeah. That was your desire. So that's that's spending. You you must know that you've spent that money. You can't you can't get it back. You've spent it. But then I have after spent you spend it, two thousand so, rand. Yeah. So the another thing now it comes to my next uh, item on this on this topic of winning with money. So you you identified that. You have so much income, you've identified what you spend on on a monthly basis, right? And then you know that these extra things, additional things that you're spending on, you know in your mind that you want it, but you're spending on it um, impassively. So you don't, you, don't, you don't plan for it. Uh, as long as they show you that this thing has a reduced price, you're going to spend on it, right? So you didn't save, you, you spent. Oh, yeah. Now you have to think about exactly now, uh, because it's all about personal finances. This thing, they don't teach you at school. 
Um, uh, it's something that you need to learn that personal finance is, is something that comes with you uh, practicing good habits on a month-to-month basis. So if you can learn to restrict yourself from buying when you see a reduced price, then you'll be able to win with money because you only buy what you need. So you buy for a specific purpose. You don't just buy it because you need it. Makes sense. Um, you buy for a specific purpose. You don't just it's buy because you need it. I'm missing yeah. something there. So, like, like for instance, with the with the airports. So, uh, yes, you need the airports because you want something better. Correct. Yeah. But what what was the purpose of buying the airports? Do you, are, are you buying to use them for a specific purpose? Do you want to cook? <laughs> It's a good question. You know, I don't have an answer for that. I think maybe it was impulsive because I'm like, oh, and I just love them. You know, like they get into my ears and, and, and I love the, 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 the quality of the musical sound that I get from them. And so (laughs) basically it's to listen to music, but I also Mm -hmm. to speak to people, but I could listen to music and, and, and speak to people in other ways. You know what I mean? So remember you could you could do that with your wired with your wired earphones right now. You could yeah. do the same thing wired earphones. But what was the purpose exactly of buying those things? Your 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 earphones are working properly. Yeah. So it's not like so, a, so this is where most of us are saying, I just want them. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's impulsive buying, isn't it? It, it is a passive buying. So you just want them. You, you can't just want something. So that's where we need to be smart in terms of uh, in terms of spending money. So knowing what you spend on, you need to, to be smart to say, yes, I can see a lot of cars on the road. I like all of them. So all these cars are different, right? But what's wrong with the one that I drive? Yeah. If you do have a car. If you don't have a car. So like, for instance, I was talking with some friends of mine. Uh, we, were, we are planning on a trip to go go camping somewhere, right? Two of the friends, there's about six of us, two of the friends have bikes, and then uh, the rest of us, we have private cars. And then we say, okay, if we're planning on a camping trip, it means now we're going to rely on the two friends with bikes, correct? Because camping, you need a lot of stuff. So, and then probably you're going to be going into some um, a place where a private car cannot go. So we need we need really uh, bikes in order to be able to do that, Ne. Right? If I was an impulsive buyer, because we're planning on that thing, I would say I need the bikey as well. But I don't realize that this bikey, I'm going, I'm only going to use it once. I would say, no, I have credit. The bank can give me money. Let me just go and get the credit from the bank and go and buy the bikey. Now I have two cars, the bikey and the, uh, the private car that I had, simply yeah. because I wanted to go on camping with my friends in my own car. Happy with that. I didn't want to drive with any of my friends. Now I have a bikey. I have a thingy. Yes, there was a purpose for me to go and buy that car because I was going to use it for camping. But what happens after camping? Camping is only one event in your life or one event in a year. So I'm stuck with the bikey for the next five years paying a specific amount of money that I could have used to do something better with it. But I'm sure next time we'll talk about exactly where to spend on, what what to spend on. I just want to explore the idea or the ideology that Black people have of trying to impress the next person. 
it's a it's a it's 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 a disease that we never really uh, um, talked about, and a lot of people don't really want to touch on it. It's not because so there's nothing wrong with getting something nice. There's nothing wrong with getting uh, whatever it is that you that you've always desired to get, right? Because um, um, you're rewarding yourself. You work so hard. You deserve the airports. You work so hard. You deserve it, right? It's there's nothing wrong with that, with that. All I'm saying is, two thousand rand is nothing compared to a uh, seven hundred and fifty thousand car. But because the principle, the principle is, is the same. same. Yeah. What you do with little, mm. what what makes you think you're not going to do it with much? Mm, exactly. And it's a biblical principle as well. It's a biblical principle. So if you are not trusted with little, what makes you think you're going to be trusted with much? So if you are not taking care of the little income that you have, what do you th- what? Uh, why do you think when you have a million you will be a better person? It's the habits, it's your your everyday habits, whatever it is that you do with what you have right now, it's what you're going to do when you have a million. It doesn't matter. I don't. I, that's look. I, I always say your habits will always define you. Yeah. You always go back to your habits. Yeah, How many so. people today that you know or you've seen on TV who have won lots of money in Lotto, but yet six months later, the money is finished? How many people have you seen? I don't know that how that happens. I see it, but I wonder how it happens. It's the habits. It's your everyday habits, Minyan. It's your every, everyday habits. So, Matiti, uh, just to summarize. So, yeah. to win with many, uh, we've spoken about why people get there in the first place. I think we've spoken that, about that quite a bit. Uh, but we are saying to win with many, have a positive mindset. And yes, know what makes you happy, define what makes you happy. We're also saying that you've got to know how much you earn and you've got to know what you spend your money on so you can better yeah. manage it and you can understand your spending pattern. And we're also yeah. saying that you have to have, you have to go into debt with purpose. And with that, we used a number of examples, including um, uh, traveling for six hours compared to yeah. getting but, a car. But actually... Yeah, actually, I was using the debt as a a learning for. So the way I use was you need to learn about personal finances. So remember, a debt is some is financing something personal in your life. So you need to know exactly what personal financing is. If you don't learn what personal financing is, you're not going to be able to learn how to use debt. Because uh, a lot of people would say instead of using debt, you can wait and save for whatever it is that you want. But I'm saying sometimes saving, waiting up until you have enough money might not be a good option. Mm. Like we said, so independently, situations are different. Mm. I might be well off now with a debt, using a debt, than I am waiting five years before I can start using the debt. Yeah. Or, or five years after I've saved, right? So that's 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 learning about learning more about your personal finances. So how is your personal finances currently um, um, learning? There's a lot of probably some videos that you can you watch on YouTube that talks about personal financing and all those kind of things. You don't really have to be an accountant to learn about personal financing. It's just that uh, there is that risk to say, do I wait? Or do I get it now? 
If you get mm. it now, what are the consequences? If you wait, what are the consequences? But what, the what is the ultimate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah. is the ultimate benefit? So if the benefit outweighs the risks of waiting, then I'm going to wait. But if the benefit outweighs the risk or um, outweighs uh, the risk of uh, buying it now, then I'm going to buy it now. I'm I'm, I'm not sure if it it makes sense. No, so you need does. to learn about you need to learn about personal finances. Yeah. A lot of people don't really learn about personal finances because uh, we're just happy uh, going to work, getting our salary, spending it, and then waiting up until month end to go to work to to get our salary and spend it again. So we spent twenty five days of our month without money and five days of the month with money because we just got paid. Yeah. We act in those five days. We act like we have money, but the, the rest of the month, twenty-five days, we really don't have money. Yeah, that's a, that's not a good life to live. Yeah. Now, Moren, thanks for coming through to the show. Um, we've sort of reached the end of our show, but I do wish we can talk long. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to invite you maybe in the next coming few weeks again, so we can talk about this. Are there any final words? of advice that you want to give um, before I say goodbye to you? Are there any final words of advice that you want to give to people that want to win with money and turn their lives around? Yeah, but I just want to urge your your listeners that um, winning with money is not rocket science. So you don't have to be a scientist in order to be able to start winning. You don't have to read a lot of books in order to start to start winning. Sometimes all it takes is just changing your habits. Uh, if you know that you're an impulsive buyer, stop going to the malls. If you know that um, uh, you, you need joy out of exactly what you do with money, start spending some money because a lot of people save a lot and then they take a joy out of, out of life, right? So all your money is sitting in some different accounts and then you don't even have nice shoes to wear. You have people like that. Correct. But I can just urge your listeners to say, look, firstly, you need to determine exactly what makes you happy and uh, um, uh, try to learn how to be able to finance that. That's going to make happy. That uh, the one thing that's going to make you happy. If you know that, then you get to a stage where you know exactly how much you earn and then what you can spend on because you only spend on the things that makes you happy. Thanks, my man. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, thanks. Yes. Now, thank you so much for coming through to the show. Um, Hopefully, in the next coming weeks, we we talk again. And I hope people have picked what what can really work in their financial lives. But thanks a lot for coming through. Sure, man. Uh, Hopefully, next time we'll get into more examples on how to actually do it. Because, you know, it's all practical. We need to talk about practical things. Thanks, my man. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks. Um, Cheers. Well, you've heard it all right here on Power Tools to Success. Remain inspired. Move all mountains and obstacles that stand in the way of your success. Do not dare give up on yourself and your dreams. for joining us. To consult, reach us or subscribe to our newsletter, please visit www.philiprampisa.com.